Hi, it's Kate Tejero here, <clears throat> here with Tabby. We've had a few technical difficulties this week because Tabby's at work and I'm here. Can you hear me, Tabby? Yes, I can. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that's good. So we're good today. That's cool. So um, a really warm welcome to Life, Work and Other Stories um, podcast between myself, Kate Tejero, my daughter, Tabby Tejero. I'm an executive coach, uh, work with huge businesses across the globe and tiny little cutting edge startups as well. And I absolutely love it. Um, and here with Tabby and you can introduce yourself, Pat. Yeah, I'm Tabby. Um, I'm on the gap year. I've done well I've sort of finished my levels last year um, on a gap year now working and looking at doing some traveling when I'm allowed to um, and obviously Kate's daughter <laughs> so yeah that's me um, and obviously we're well not obviously but this week we're talking about miscommunication and how that's kind of affecting how that's being affected by um, being in a lockdown and doing stuff online instead of seeing people face to face so for you as someone that gets to look into loads of different businesses and how different businesses work how do you ensure that miscommunication doesn't occur um, occur online as you can't see people's full body language you can only really see facial expression um that's a really good question tab and it's you know it's a really it's a really it's a really interesting point isn't it because i think we're seeing it clearly in businesses but but personally as well and i think you know absolutely to your point you know, if, if you're on a zoom call or teams or whichever platform you're using at, to your point humans we pick up so many cues from people's body language when somebody hasn't said a word mm. and so the fact that you know we've only got at best somewhere down to, to someone's chest you know we can't see what their feet are doing and feet are hugely revealing in terms of how someone's feeling about a conversation um just a little little tip here yeah, if you're having a conversation with someone um when we're all back in the real world and we're let out um and you look at someone's feet if people's feet have moved towards the door or towards the exit it's usually a sign that the conversation's over it's very interesting you can see in airports if you look at people's feet people are really pleased to see people aren't it, it's interesting direction when i first learned about that i've gone slightly off topic and i'll come back onto topic but when <laughs> um when i remember when I, I i learned about this years and years and years ago i was i was um i was doing a facilitating a session the next day and i remember at about half seven in the morning when people are thinking oh, i'd like a break now or a coffee or a cup of tea or whatever I thought I need to look at everybody's feet, and sure, I stood back, stood back from the desk where I was at, you know, in front of the screen, and, uh, and sure enough, everyone's feet had angled towards the door. Very curious. So something. Wow. But yeah, really interesting. But as you say, at the moment, we can't see anybody's feet apart from those <laughs> that we we live with, and of course, if we're isolating. We live on our own. We can only see our own feet. So yeah, not a lot of use. But I think. I think it you know now more than ever you know emotionally it's difficult you know for ourselves managing our own emotions how we feel how we communicate and of course the, the rest of our team and therefore the mood and I think one of the things um, you know as leaders or as individuals and you know I had some really interesting conversations with people this week when they, you know, they come off a zoom call and we've all done it or a teams call and think you know everyone said the words everyone said yes I agree or yes we're going to do that or this is the action plan we'll do that by the end of the day but actually it didn't feel as though it was deep enough 
that people mm. weren't actually connected or engaged with whatever the task was. And so I think that real ability to look, step and think what's happening here. Are people really engaged? Do we need to stop the meeting and ask how, or pause the meeting, not stop the meeting, just pause. How are people feeling about this? What's going on? And, you know, as, as you know, happened previously, before we were working in this scenario, you know, sometimes when we're going into a meeting, it's, it's useful to know what everybody's feeling before we actually go into the meeting. Um, and so I think really noticing, noticing what's happening with other people. Um, and, and also sometimes using a phone call, because sometimes you can pick up so much more from a phone call than you will from a Zoom, because you typically have to listen harder. And you know what we're not getting in body language, we will get in nuance and tone mm. and power of someone's voice, or if there's a you know there's a tremor in it, or there's you know angst in it. You know we, we can hear it, we can feel it in the same way that we can we can pick up body language. But what I what I would say from a I suppose from a you know professional perspective, and of course from a from a personal perspective, is the ability to really listen. You know, um, not listening to respond, but listen. You know, deep listening to understand where someone else is coming from in a given mm. scenario. I think. Sorry, carry on. Sorry, no. I was just going to say. Also, no. I think I heard something recently that you know when you start a phone call, like hi, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Um, I heard the other day someone mentioned when someone asks how you are, really say how you are, and I never really thought of that before because obviously everyone just goes, oh yeah, fine, thank you. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. a very Yes. normal thing and everyone's just like yeah yeah I'm fine you know just done this done that but yeah all good but sometimes you know yes. you might be better than good and explain why you feel really good and maybe yeah. if you're less than explain why you're less than and I think lots of people don't do that it's just a kind of passing you say hi then you say how are you yes exactly I think I think people are um, yes as you say it's sort of conditioned into us a bit you know how are you fine even if you're really not fine I think people are yeah. talking about it more for sure um, but it's still interesting isn't it that there's some people that will say how are you and you'll tell them exactly how you are and yeah. it will be really useful and they'll listen and they'll understand or, or they'll just be with you they won't offer a solution they won't necessarily know how to help but they'll sort of stand with you with it if you or you know sit with you on the phone or whatever um, whereas there are other people that you are, you know, they say, how are you? And you think, well, you don't need to know. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it's yeah. the sort of person that won't necessarily, they'll just bat it back or, or yeah. what, what they've got's worse. <laughs> and then it becomes a yes. message. Yeah. Feeling amazing or feeling bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no, so, so I think, you know, that there's an, an, um, there's some really interesting training going on with a number of organizations at the moment which you know around deep listening and teaching people to listen and as you know tab it's something that i do i do at work you know a lot um mm. and it's, it's always ones we you know when you talk to people about active listening and deep listening you always get people looking at you thinking you're going to teach us how to do what <laughs> yeah i've been in my career for decades and you're, yeah, and you're telling me to listen to li yeah but it you know it is a powerful skill and it does you know as a discipline we have to we have to shed our own stuff particularly when it's things that we know a lot about so yeah no, it's, it's interesting so so for, and, and what about for, from your perspective you know with with family and friends you know people living in you know close proximity and, and, and you know and also people that, that are living on, on their own um i think because 
there's a lot more heightened emotion at the moment uh, you know uh, you know elation on, on one um, on one end and then could, could be you know pit of sorrow and sadness within a few minutes because of what's going on in the world um you know the little things can become massive um how are, how are you dealing with that i think as we just said it's about just like being honest with yourself and with the people around you so for example with our family i always feel if you're having a bad day i am daddy is picklers yes. i think every, oh, everyone <laughs> but i think everyone knows when and if someone's having a bad day but i think it's also really important to be like if it's no one in the house proximity to be like you haven't done anything i'm just having a bit of a Exactly. Do you know what I mean? So you yeah. don't accidentally blame the wrong person for even if it's just like dropping your cereal in the morning, just being like, oh, for God's sake, like I'm ne- loud late, being like, oh, it's not you that's um, yes. made me feel like this. It's just something else. So I'm, or even just being like, I was thinking about this morning, even just, you know, sometimes when you just feel like you need like 10 minutes to yourself just to sit and just not do anything. Yes. Yeah. I think yes, also. Exactly. Yeah, so just being like, oh, I'm not being rude to you. I'm not meaning this in an offensive way. I just want kind of 10 minutes to just sit and, you know, just be in the moment and not have to, yeah, regroup ideas and that. And I think also for people who aren't living in the same house, under the same roof, I think, again, it's being honest. And if something does feel a bit odd with someone or you're a bit worried that something was taken out of context when you were last on the phone or a message... I think it's not sitting and stewing over it. It's being active and calling and being like, did this upset you? Are you okay? Is it something else? Like, because if I think if you're worried, you've upset, because I do it quite a lot. If I'm worried I've upset someone, I will stew over it instead of just being like, oh, stop stewing and just picking up the phone. Yeah. And I think that's really helpful because it's been helpful for me not for me worrying I've upset people but you know when you just get a different vibe from someone over text when they'd maybe normally send loads of kisses and just send like two or or none yeah yeah (laughs) or short replies I think it's best just to pick up the phone and be like are you okay do you want to talk about something they could just be like oh yeah I was just really busy doing work so I just kind of didn't reply properly yeah or you know something else so I think it is just being honest with yourself and being honest with the people around you about needing 10 minutes or what's upset you or just being like I just want an hour or so to be sat in my room at my desk in the kitchen doing something and do you know what I mean I do know what you mean and I think it's it's almost that um, you know to to your point you know in a family setting or if I'm if one is in a, in a, in a, in a, you know, having a bad day for whatever reason, actually saying I'm having a bad day, or sometimes saying I don't know why I'm having a bad day, or or so, sometimes something will have prompted yeah. it. It will be something very obvious that, that's caused it. Um, I think the other thing that's quite interesting and is, you know, is sometimes if you know, you know, talk to talk to you know, other people about it and see it in business. Sometimes if we react to something. And then thinking, oh, what, you know, maybe I was a bit sharp there or maybe the email was a bit clipped. And then yeah. stepping back from it and thinking, okay, what was happening there? Yeah, why did I, which, mm. you know, takes discipline. And of course it takes time. And then, you know, think, well, hang on, I've got nine meetings today and I've got all this work to do. But actually from a yeah. communication perspective, sometimes yeah, sitting back from it and thinking, what was going on there? Was that actually about yeah. that? dynamic that interaction that conversation with my mate my friend my colleague my boss or was it about the conversation i had two minutes before 
that's still jarring mm. or that's still, you know, uh, feeling difficult or challenging. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point, thinking of, say, if you'd snap at someone, thinking about why you did it to them in that situation. Yeah. I've never really yeah. thought about well, it like well, that. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, that and I think, it, you know, because we, we, we do carry stuff with us, don't we, that might, might have happened that morning or the day before or even the month before. Mm. Um, and I, I know a situation happened to me last, that last week, and I, and I did snap at <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? And I did snap yes. at yes. And then I sat back and thought, actually, that wasn't anything to do with them. It was something that happened half mm. an hour ago. Um, yeah and actually you're quite good at that in after the events happened you're very good at actually being like i'm holding my hands up and saying that had nothing to do with you that was a completely me thing and i'm sorry that i did do that and that obviously must come from being in the space you're in with knowing other people kind of need to do that a bit more in a workspace because i feel like obviously my work's very different to yours but when you're working in a close proximity with people in a long time you don't want there to be kind of difficult do you know what I mean like difficult moments between them and I think it's just easier if you maybe did say something to the wrong person or something's going a bit wrong so you were like oh it's like your fault or something just being like that wasn't aimed at you it sounded like it was aimed at you but it was because my dog ran off this morning and just do you know what I mean yeah literally little sister this morning all over the sofa and that was you know that obviously oh good just before school perfect timing just before school but no you're right and I think what's really interesting about it and you know and we all we all know this and sometimes you know we're better at it and sometimes it just flies out the window but actually the more aware we are of ourselves you know the more we can be aware of others so actually a lot of it is about noticing our own behavior and then thinking okay that happened why did that happen and sometimes we don't know we just think i don't know why that happened or you think about it and think well you know and to your point earlier it was really interesting you know you felt the mood shift you know the mood in a meeting the mood on a call or you say something you suddenly think mm. well, that clearly didn't land as well I wonder why and you're you like Oops. I remember yeah. a, a yeah. really interesting really good call last night with someone Re- a great call um, and, and that ebbed and flowed and there were some things that we were talking about and you, you, can, you can you know feel that is it someone that I don't know that well but you, you know you feel that the things that you're absolutely in sync on and you really agree mm. and then there's other things that clearly you, you know you, you have a slightly different view and that's fine but if you pick up yeah. on nuance you can then you can dig a bit deeper and find out yeah. where, where the disparity yeah. is yeah coming back to apple juice this yes, morning because <laughs> that links into something i wanted to talk to you about <laughs> obviously when something happens like that say it's before the school run which is obviously normally very tense in our yeah, house anyway yes um but we've spoken a lot about whenever i'm having or feeling a bit like i eh, don't really want to do anything if ever anyone says to me just be positive I think I could <laughs> do some damage with how it makes me feel um so for you when people say be positive yes um on a call say as we've got to do at the moment not in a normal board not a normal board meeting but board meeting you would have done say last year yeah how do you think people faking positivity and people's outlook has an effect on a room say so when you're feeling a bit 
not really wanting to do the call that's coming up so you kind of fake the being positivity how do you think that affects I, I think, I think that, it as a whole let, let me get this right but I think there's two things there I think there's faking positivity or is it just smiling you know smiling putting your shoulders back and relaxing into the, whatever the scenario is but there's also that piece around someone telling you to be positive oh cheer up you know it's a sunny day you've got a nice cup of coffee you've got a roof your head what's the problem a bit like someone saying cheer up or don't panic you think Mm. you know easier said than done but also really it doesn't help reno doesn't help at all and i think there's an element of you know positive psychology is, is a great thing and there's lots of really good dare I say positives but there are some excellent things within it that are very useful (laughs) but of course if there isn't the hard work and everything that goes behind it you know we can positively think about what we want to achieve or what we want to do or what we want to learn but actually if we haven't we're not really motoring and putting the time in behind it positive psychology is not going to take us anywhere but I think there's an element you know to your point about false positivity and people saying it's all okay you know it might not have been okay or it might not be okay in the morning so it might be that um it is it, it, those i think sometimes you know the things that go the furthest to those little gestures or um mm. or just someone smiling at you but not necessarily saying oh, oh cheer up or whichever or, but but you know allowing the, the sadness or the or the difficulty yeah i think that's really important allowing because you know some people kind of just chivy you along yeah but sometimes you don't want yeah yeah, but sometimes you don't want to be chivied along you kind of just want to be like right I'm feeling a bit upset about this maybe so I'm going to have 10 minutes to myself I'm going to watch something I like to watch I'm going to read a chapter of my book I'm going to eat my favorite yogurt and just do you know what I mean so you're properly looking after yourself and just look after yourself because I think that is really important I think it always comes back to as you said to me you're the only person that knows you inside out and knows what helps when you're mm. feeling sad and that you've got to really look after yourself yeah, I think it's because obviously we've all got people around us but looking after yourself you're your number one yeah. well exactly exactly you know we all know ourselves the best you know sometimes we don't know ourselves the best because of things that are going on in the world but generally yeah. we do and I think that you know sometimes there's almost an implication that feeling sad feeling angry feeling cross feeling um you know deflated disappointed how many words we can pick up hundreds um are somehow wrong <laughs> or or not right or, yeah or whatever whereas you know happy and joyful and and you know gleeful and positive and and you know passionate about something you know they're sort of put in a good box whereas actually they're all normal there's no right or wrong in any of them it's all that ebb and flow of being a human you know and, and of course there's so many you know so many expressions you know without the rain we don't get the rainbow you know but we we and and many many others um but actually we have to you know to brush off those emotions um and, and there are people out there that obviously know a lot more about this than me um but to brush off those emotions and thereby suppress them is clearly not very healthy. Whereas actually to be able to no. you know, sit with the sadness or think actually I am a bit cross, I am quite angry and I'm just going to be angry for a few minutes and you know, or I'm going to walk around my garden. Yeah, let yourself. Gonna, you know. 
Um, you know, mm. I, I know uh, someone um, through, through through work actually who's recently put a punch bag in their garage, and uh, you know, it's a, a woman I know, and she said, "I know I get angry. I get angry quite a bit, and actually, mm. you know, even if I've just done a you know a Zoom call or a team meeting or whatever." Um, oh, I'll go down and punch my punch bag in my garage for a bit, then I'll have a coffee, then I'll go and, you know. But, but again, it's awareness because she knows anger is, is the thing that, that sometimes happens with her. It might be, it might. Yeah, so she's got yes, a way of coping. in the same way that you talked about, you know, if you're upset about something or you're sad, it might be, you know, watching something nice, having a yogurt, doing doing something that's, you know, it's okay. I'm, you're not, you're, mm. you're feeling sad and that's, or you're feeling angry or cross and that's not a, you know that's not necessarily a lovely thing but it is it's it's usual it's it's part of the you know the yeah it's a feeling that you can't yeah you know and we can't we can't sort of square it away can we or, or box it away and, and sometimes i think there's an element of it that when we feel sad about something or, or you know or something in the news when, when someone's passed away or they've had a difficulty or something something really hard's happened to them it, it brings back the stuff that may have happened to you you know obviously mm. and, and of course that then a lot of emotions come out but it, but you know to, to your point around you know sitting sitting with them you know and uh, and and it's okay um or, or or sort of sometimes maybe thinking about well you know have, have half a day with no meetings or, or write it down you know find it to your point i think finding those little, yeah. those little things that will help you work and work, work for you and being realistic about it you know i find there are a lot of people that just put a bit of music on and generally mm. or go yeah. for a drive I know quite a few people actually that go for it like to go on a drive just by themselves half an hour just to kind of clear yeah. their head yeah absolutely well, well, and I, I think a lot of that is because you know there's no commute now is there you know that there's many no, exactly. people are commuting because they're they're, they're, um, they're obviously going to their, their place of work in a, in, a, in, a, in a safe way so they have got that commute but for a number of people there isn't that commute but, yeah you know, it's all stopped that, that down that you know that, down, that, that moment to just reflect and, and let things just settle into our subconscious which again is a very normal thing so the other thing yeah. I think which helps which you and I again have talked about a lot is doing something new because when we do something new it makes us think harder or it makes our brain work harder or, or you know if we're learning a new technique to work out which I did yesterday and my knee now hurts so I obviously didn't get that quite right oh yeah, good obviously. but you know doing something new and you've done quite a lot of new things recently um I think there's great yeah. power in that isn't there whether it's you know whatever it, what, what do you think about that I agree completely. I think it is. I think sometimes the thought of something new is a bit intimidating and a bit like, oh, like I'm happy where I am. I don't need anything else to kind of fill a hole of not doing anything. But as you said, I tried some things recently that have not been helpful, but I've just really enjoyed that have kind of put not life into perspective, but made me be like, there's so much more out there than your own little bubble. Um, so before lockdown, I actually ended up doing a modelling shoot, which was rather exciting. I felt very privileged to be doing it. I was like, wow, what a compliment. Um, but that was so much fun because it was a electric bike mm, electric um, motorbike no shoot. Less. Yep, electric motorbike shoot. So it was kind of a mixture of both worlds. We're a very like car-y, motorbike family. So it was having that also mixed with um, the photography side of it, the kind of creative side of it and I think that day for me was so eye-opening because I was like wow there are so many jobs within this space like there was lighting people there was sound people because we were doing video 
and I was it was just kind of mind-blowing and just made me realize there's so much more out there you know sometimes you can get a bit blinkered and think this is kind of not this is it but I'm where I'm meant to be like I'm just going to plod along here but I think doing new things like that really opens your mind more to that there's so much Mm. more out there even um a few weeks ago um my dad's really into clay pigeon shooting and he went out and he was like oh will you do um sling a few clays for me and I was like oh yeah of course so we were outside and he was doing it and he was like do you want to go and I've done it before but I think the last time I did it what, was like yeah. a year ago it was a long time ago yeah but when I did that I was like oh this is actually really fun like and I didn't do amazingly <laughs> but I got a few um and it was a real sense of like because I think at school there's that thing you know where you really want to strive to be like the best mm. at something and I think sometimes you lose that a bit and I it, I know for me doing things that I love and doing really well in them gives me more motivation to do it and I think doing that and doing it quite well and being like oh do you know what I'm actually quite impressed with myself that I didn't completely miss everything and walk in being like well that was great I just wasted loads <laughs> of <laughs> time and energy on doing something that I didn't get anything out of but that again was really fun because I was outside all the electronics were inside it was probably for about two hours and it was on like a really beautiful cold crisp evening but the sun was setting and it was all the sky was all orangey and lovely um and yeah that again was just something not completely new but something new to my kind of recent what I've been doing yeah exactly and I think you know it Absolutely, you know, it, it does, you know, doing something new, um, without wishing to sound trite, it, it makes us feel alive sometimes, you know, to your point, you know, or seeing hmm. different people doing different things or someone else's talent or expertise and you think, wow, that's cool. And it might not involve um, doing modeling shoot and it might, you know, but, but it, it might be, you know, it might be taking a different walk, you know, if you go for a walk or you go for a walk with your dogs or not, or, or just a different route and a different view, you know, I, I, there's a walk outside the village here where we live where um where the view into the village is so different and you could be somewhere completely different it's extraordinary but but also i think you're reading a different book you know if if you you know i'm reading um, a fascinating book at the moment about espionage and that's not normally my go-to for a novel and i'm absolutely loving it and really enjoying it and it and um it's very well it's very well written and but it's not what I would normally do. And I think I'm probably enjoying it more as a result. Or, you know, or it might just be cooking a different recipe or doing something you, you wouldn't do. Because you have to think harder about it. And therefore, because you're thinking harder about it, your brain's working harder. And it's it, it gives us a, um, you know, we, we get all those all those lovely sort of um, uh, chemicals in the brain that, that make us feel good. Which is yeah. all good. And I'm mindful of time. So, I hope that was useful for everybody. Or just in, interesting about you know doing something new and thinking about how we're communicating in this strange environment that we're all in. Yes. So, um, very very odd. odd indeed. Anyway, stay safe, everybody, and we will um, we will see you next week. Yeah. See you next yes, week for another episode. Indeed. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.